There is a wrong way. I'm sorry, but I once had a guy lick my pussy like it was a window. <laughs> 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 Melody Kush. This is Lana Del Bay. What's the weirdest place that you've had sex? I gotta know. Oh my god, yeah, that. Get on your knees. Like, oh wow, like that's really how it is in the cam world? I really like it. Sex tales. Hey there, sex squad. Welcome to today's episode of Sex Tales. I am Lana Del Bay, a full-time chatterbait cam model, content creator, and skittle diddler. Hey, what's up? My name's Melody Kush. I am an OG chatterbait cam model, a content creator as well, and a lover of all things orgasm. Today, we have a top male broadcaster on the show, something a little bit different for you guys. He's from the chatterbait family. He's a man whose voice is as hot as his body, multiple award-winning cam model and adult performer, Brock Cooper. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm to be here. It was like very rarely am I actually excited to go do stuff like this. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And you are otherwise known online as Mr. Cooper XXX. And you're one of many male broadcasters on Chatterbait, but you managed to rise to the top throughout your career. You had a great career as a performer. And um, it, it wasn't always easy in the cam industry for like a cis straight male. Um, how long have you been camming? Um, oh, shoot. Off and on since 2013 and 14. But about wow. four years ago, I just said, you know, it was always in addition to other careers and jobs and whatnot. And I just said, so why am I working so hard at these jobs when I could have a lot more fun and work a lot less hours and make a lot more money on this job? So I did kind of totally <laughs> transitioned over and now I did that full time. Working hard at this job is a lot more fun. For hard sure. that works, yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of your other jobs, um, you used to be a fireman. Personal guys, fantasy of mine. Tell us about that. What's the hottest thing you ever did on that job? You guys did some uh, homework. Uh, <laughs> hottest thing. I, I, I will say it's not nearly as glamorous as uh, the movies and TV shows and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, just a lot of overeating, working out, getting covered in blood, puke, piss, shit, you name it. Long, 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 long hours. And uh, it was gratifying uh, being in the career and saying like, yeah, I'm on, you know, you see stuff on the news, but yeah, I was there, but it was really just glamour on TV. It was, it was, it's a pretty blue collar, dirty, messy, stinky job. Not a ton. Well, hmm. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) incriminate myself. I guess I'm not going to get fired and stuff. There's definitely, uh, it's known that we, we have long hours and men, women too have, have needs. And, uh, sometimes if it's been a little while risk job first, you're on duty, say for a week, you're like getting a little backed up. You haven't had a lot of privacy. You gotta, you're in a town you work in your wife, your girlfriend, she's nearby. You just kind of let your captain know, Hey, I'm going to grab my gear and I'm going to be ready, but I'm going to be in the, the apparatus bay. Leave me alone for like an hour. <laughs> Is grabbing your gear also code? <laughs> it, it's kind of saying like, hey, if the tones go off, I'll be ready. So I, I'm being responsible still, but fuck off. <laughs> Let's take care of business. I actually, I actually dated a volunteer firefighter and he fucked me in his firefighter uniform. Have you ever done anything like that? <laughs> actually, no. I'm, I'm actually ashamed to, uh, to say, I know, but... Uh, I mean, if you're volunteering, I think we'll make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I can go for round two. (laughs) And what was it that made you make the transition officially from like fighting fires to camming an adult? Like what was the last straw? Actually, there was a little interim episode. It was, uh, I was kind of just fed up. I I worked uh, 38, 24 hour shifts in a row. It was like nearly 40 days, nearly a thousand hours. And I got my paycheck and I was like, that's it. Half that check's already gone to pay for mortgage and car payments and insurance that I didn't even use because I was at work. Like, this is pointless. So I was like, if I can make or get a job making X amount of dollars a year, I'm going to go take that. And then I had a buddy that worked in the film film industry in, in New Mexico. It's like, hey, bro, I got you a job. Come out here. So I did that. That was awesome. The job was awesome. And then uh, New Mexico was not so awesome. So... Uh, <laughs> I went back to living at the beach for, you know, minimum wage or just above, just enough to scrape by until I figure out the next thing. But I always had, at that point, I had already had camming as kind of like a backup, you know, 
source of income. So realizing it's, you're not living on the beach for minimum wage. I'm like, all right, I need to up my game a little bit. Um, and then just grew and grew and grew. And then I started creating the content and, you know, so on and so forth. Everything else that comes with all the love, the lovely camming life that we lead. Yeah. <laughs> What's the laws of attraction? Like eventually if your, your mind is, you know, set down a path long enough, everything else will follow. And here we are. True that. <laughs> so as like getting away from that career, did you ever like bring any of your like past fellow firefighters be like, yo, dude, like this is actually way better. You should come and like put your <laughs> fire hose over here with me and do stuff over here. Um, did you ever invite a fellow fireman to join your squad? I didn't actually, but <laughs> <laughs> so, killing all my fantasies here, Mr. Cooper. Jesus. <laughs> too <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think um because fire jobs are so few and far between you travel the, the 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 state the country trying to get that land that job the one i landed was in the bay area and i was living down in san diego so once i cut ties with the job i just i wasn't really around the guys anymore um but also a a, a positive stereotype of firefighters is that they're all fit and handsome <laughs> they're not <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so most of them as fun and great as they were I don't know if they'd have the most successful um, time in the industry they were firefighters <laughs> to their core so you're telling me that there is no firefighter calendar from your firefighter days I tried I, I was always bringing it up like guys <laughs> let's make some money it's free come on because they, they're still you know fit firefighters but it's not like just 10 supermodels crammed into a uh, firehouse <laughs> <laughs> And when you did start out your career um, as a cam model, I mean, in the earlier days, I mean, men camming wasn't a huge thing, especially straight men camming wasn't a huge thing. I think that there's, uh, you know, a certain chatterbait did kind of help that along. I can think of like a few early male cameras who had like a cam house and, you know, they really kind of helped popularize uh, male cameras. Did you feel like it was harder for you as a male model to succeed in the camming world? It's very, I, I, it's a conflicted answer because although you're working with a much smaller percentage of the demographic of people that watch cam models, you have that demographic to yourself. You know what I mean? A big fish in a small pond. So although say there's a million people watching and only a thousand of them want to watch a straight guy, well, you have every one of those thousand viewers. Um Versus say you're a straight girl or a gay guy, or let's say straight girl, that, that's the, they're the bread and the butter, the Lana Del Bay's of uh, the, the industry. Why it's makes you a, think I'm straight? Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're, you're marketing yourself to straight men though, for example, um, and women. But uh, as a male broadcaster, how you kind of you're kind of a niche. You're in a sense, exactly. in a sense you're, you're a fetish. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're catering to a smaller group. So I can see how that can be um, beneficial yeah. for somebody starting out being that kind of niche. Yeah, you got the point I was trying to turn into words. Yeah, I also <laughs> think that it's an interesting place to be because some males want to watch a boy and a girl have sex, but they don't want to like make it obvious that they're watching the male. So having a straight male, I don't know, affirms their maleness in some way, mm -hmm. which is just dumb, but it's <laughs> out there. So you get like kind of obviously the gay men that want to see your hot bod, but then you also get the other straight men that are like, well, I want to see sex, but... I'm okay. Yeah. So <laughs> What's wrong with being gay? But okay. <laughs> it, it, the way I do my my shows typically it, at first it's I actually sit right here on this couch and we just drink coffee and bullshit. Um, we, we actually have a fair amount of just straight dudes that come in and talk cars and travel and life and so when the dick comes out they're like, all right, bro, it's later. But uh, <laughs> it, it's you know it's it's just a fun community, a place to come hang out with or, or yeah, come hang out with uh, friends and whatnot. And then those are want more stick around yeah it's funny because i have the same thing like i had some people over the years that the moment we got to the show they're like okay you know here's a tip see you later and like just because they're they're out there to just prove that it's the bond that brings them there yeah. not the sex and that's that always kind of baffled me but i completely respect that as well Absolutely. and it's kind of it's surprising but it's cool you know yeah, definitely. I think that's a, that's a big part of like camming across the board is like that bond and relationship that you create with your model, be it male or female. Um, so as a straight male broadcaster, would you say that your tippers are mainly women or men? 
main I will say mainly men because let's be honest, most uh, viewers and people that spend money on porn and adult content were guys. Um, but that being said, I do have a lot of uh, female tippers that really represent the fairer sex very well, like big time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And do, do you have any advice for any men out there who are interested in starting a cam career as a male model? Um, so many things. Um, like we were just talking, build that bond. People don't give a, well, I shouldn't say they don't give a shit, but it's more than just having a big dick or whatever. It, it, it's, it's that bond. That's what keeps people coming back. Like everybody always asks, what camera are you using? What, what are you broadcasting? I use the built-in basic broadcaster or the $60 webcam. And I've never broadcast better than 720. Like, and somehow I keep winning these awards. It's not because of the, the, the DSLR cameras or the, the, the added software and shit. It's because my, I give a shit about my people. My people give a shit about me. And it, it's, even if I leave the room, everybody in the room, all you know, 100, 200, 500 of them are like, hey, how's the family? How, you know, how'd that surgery go? How's the dog? Did you get that move sorted out? You know, just whatever. And it's it great. It's, yeah, it's great. It's the, it's the personality, not just the penis, for yeah. sure. I, and definitely I think you guys are great examples that. of that, too. Like, like, you know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, the oh, community yeah, building. You want them to talk when you leave the room. You, exactly. <laughs> and there, there's, you girls are tens, but you know, a smoking hot girl on cam is a dime a dozen. There's a lot of them. It's the ones that you walk into the room and they say, Hey, how's it going? The ones that you, you spend your hard earned money on them. They say, thank you. Like they show appreciation and you know, just, it, it made, that's all the difference. It's not just looks or sexuality. That's a part of it, but not all of it. And you talked about like, you know, having a crazy setup and this and that, and you know, that might catch somebody's eye on the main page of somebody just going through cams, you know, a good quality cam, it might get you in there, but like if they're boring or, you know, it, it's, it's what makes people want to stay. That's important. Not what gets people. In the exactly. Room. Exactly. I know I could benefit from better setup and stuff like that, but I am a simple minded one track. Just, I can't focus on anything. Like the less that I have input that my is required of my mind, the better the show is going to be. So when I just log go. in, hit broadcast, and, and I can... I mean, it. honestly, I'm always battling with my technology. I'm always like, is it Mercury retrograde? Because everything stopped working all at once. <laughs> so I get where you're coming from. <laughs> when it comes to sex, there's just so many questions. From sex education to sex toy reviews and everything in between. Luckily, Camming Life covers it all. And we're bringing you fun and sexy and educated answers brought to you by... Those who know best, Chatterbait Cam Models. So come check out Camming Life on YouTube today and improve your sex game. So scooching on to a topic that is one of my favorite things. I personally am like the biggest fan of dick pics. I think that they're a wonderful way of showing your love. Um, so tell us, what is your secret to the perfect dick pic? How do you get all those like good ass angles? I have a lot of input on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. First off. Listen up, guys. Can I mention like TV shows and stuff? Is that like within the rules? Yeah. Okay. So guys, go watch Blue Mountain State. I think it's on Amazon or something now. And there's an episode at maybe season two or three. It's titled Dick Picks. And they basically, the, the whole time I was watching that, I was like uh, Di DiCaprio, that, that meme eating his popcorn. I'm like, that, that's what I've been playing the whole time. Put in some fucking effort, guys. God damn. <laughs> like, I've got, you know, gal friends in the industry and stuff like that. And, they, you know, they're like, look what this fucking guy showed, sent me. And they'll just show, show me her phone or whatever. I'm like, oh, pathetic. That same guy could have sent the, like, nothing else changing. Just putting some effort and changing the angles and shit. First off, it's called forced perspective. If I lean in towards the camera like this, it's going to make the plants behind me look smaller. How can you use that to your advantage as a fucking guy? <laughs> Put that camera down below looking up versus your point of view looking down. It's not an attractive point of view. Fucking put some good lighting. Like just 
even if you know nothing about like the dynamics of lighting, just turn on some lights, get some light in the image. And may I add, do not, do not use the flash. Adding light via flash is not always a great mm -hmm. idea. Exactly. Having, you know, ambient light is where it's at. Yeah. My personal pet peeve with gross dick pics, and I've gone on tyrants about this before, so nobody's going to be uh, startled to hear me say this, is... Just because you are in the bathroom taking a pee and you see your dick, don't take a picture of it. I do not want to see a picture of your dick over the toilet. No. Like that is <laughs> no. sick to me. That. that is that is disgusting. Like don't do that. Just because you look down and realize you had a penis, don't take a picture of it in that hey, moment. Look at that. Go into a different room. My God. Like biggest pet peeve. So gross. Backdrop. <laughs> it's huge. It, like fuck late late i mean organized you put put a blanket a pillow maybe lean back get some fucking like you know, put some glitter on it some oil on your abs you know <laughs> yeah i mean anybody listening to the audio only i'm sitting here shaking my head like yes put a little bit of fucking oil goes i mean it, it, oil a trick oil with a like a water bottle sprayed over it gets that nice dripping of effect that's pretty good Oh, there you go. We're all we're all taking notes here. Yeah. Right. He wasn't actually sweating at the gym, guys. It was all special effects. Yeah. You're, you're living there, a lie. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the more important question is when is it appropriate to send a dick pic? Ooh. <laughs> so again, straight guy, right? Well, straight guy in this particular industry I, I i sympathize with again with the ladies with the fair sex so much more in the the the, the recent years than i used to because you hear these complaints from gals and you're like well that's that seems a bit out of context or or wrong or whatever <laughs> but then being on the receiving end of some of this shit i'm like oh okay they weren't exaggerating men can be fucking animals you disgusting fucking pigs read the fucking room guys don't get me wrong. I've sent a thousand dick pics in my life and not once has it been met with anything besides a return pick. Read the room. Get like it's kind of kills the vibe to be like, do I have permission? So I'm not saying necessarily go that far, but like read the room. You should be very, 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 very well aware whether it's appropriate or not to send a picture of your penis to somebody <laughs> but you know what consent like the big c word consent i mean you yes. know what consent is sexy i mean i don't care if somebody asks me permission that like turns me on because it's like you know you're establishing that trust and it's like okay you're opening the floodgates it's like i'm ready i'm ready for all the dick pics like, yeah and, and <laughs> like like i said not necessarily saying the words like do i have consent but like Hey, you want to see and like something, you know, along the lines, like you should know yeah. if it's you with beyond the shadow of a doubt, you should know this is going to be, this is what this person wants to see. Exactly. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I get a dozen dick pics a week. I've turned off all my DMs and shit <laughs> and still they, they'll just publicly post pictures of their dick. They'll find a way. They'll, they always find a way. <laughs> I'm always the one like that was used to be my like point of pride was trying to get guys to send me their first dick pic. Like just in my personal life, they like, yeah, like, like send me a picture of you <laughs> masturbating or a video of you masturbating. They're like, well, you want to see that? I'm like, yeah, of course I want to see that. They're like you don't actually want to see that. That's weird. I'm like. I've recently, it's funny you say that, Lana, because recently, like I, I'm thinking to myself, like who fucking wants to see that? No girl wants to see that. They do though. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Guys jerking off is super hot. Like I love watching my man jerk off. Like it's, it's so okay. hot. Real quick so on that hot. note, but take a little little tangent detour on that note. I, I was just saying, like, I didn't think girls wanted to see that. But like being that I work in film too, like, all right, you get to the end of the scene, time to come. So you're like, all right, hold on, guys. You're like, and they'll just be, you know, there's this poor girl on her knees, like sitting there waiting for you to come. You're like, give me a minute. And, and, and so often they're like like just like biting their lip drooling. I'm like, are you actually enjoying that? And like, yes. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, okay, that's one. And then two, and then three, and then four. And then like every single one. And they're like, yeah, we like it. Yeah, I mean, if it's right in our face, I mean, that's not an angle. Like, you know, if, if a guy's jerking off, normally, you know, you see them on camera or whatever. If someone's jerking off in your face, like that's not something we get to see every day. I think that's So great. yeah, less than what? I, I didn't know that, but uh, I, I'm learning that recently. And that's kind of cool. The like, more you know. And that's a, a huge turn on for me. Like, it, it's kind of weird to be in that position where you're like, it's just mechanical. You're like, all right, it's that time. We have this amount of footage. Now it's time for you to do it. Like, all right, cool. But like, when the person you're working with, it, like, wants that, oh, oh, I just sped up the process. <laughs> 
like, no, no, we have a few more minutes to fill. Slow it down. <laughs> so it sounds like you shoot a lot of your own content. Um, do you work for studios as well? Or do you shoot a lot of your own content to to to, to sell? Or, or what's your production stuff? So I've, that's kind of transitioned over time too, as it goes from just a thing that I do on the side to full time. I'm getting old. I can only bust out so many a day. So usually I give myself one a day. It's like, I'm either going to be on cam, I'm going to be at, on a set, or I'm going to be shooting content. One of those three things. I work 30 days a month. So I, I film... It's a lot of cum. <laughs> at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I film... I do a little bit of each. I like no matter If it's content or studios, those take priority. But every other day I'm on cam. I do... Get, especially since I moved to Vegas, there's a lot bigger of a talent pool here. I do um, the schedule content trades and stuff, and that content goes on many vids or goes on uh, OnlyFans. Um, and sometimes it makes zero dollars, and sometimes it makes thousands of dollars. So it's just it's kind of a, a little bit more of a you know rugged individualism, you know your your own show type of thing. You take the risk of making nothing sometimes it's a great seller and then the, uh, the studio. I, I can definitely vouch for that the more i feel like the more work you put in yourself there's always those pieces of content that are a total flop and the ones that are shot in five minutes where you're like i'm i don't know if i want to post this or not they go gangbusters and you're like it's so true it's if so you, true yeah. like why do you guys keep buying this shitty piece of content if you if you said that to a a, a stadium full of content creators that we would all be like yep exactly it's crazy. Uh, you're like really disappointed when you put in so much work and it flops. And then one day you're like, oh, I guess I'll take this piece of trash. And it, like, it's <laughs> the hottest seller of the year. And like, I, I don't know. I think maybe it's the authenticity, like when it's a little more organic and who fucking knows. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely something that, you know, if I was giving advice to a content creator, it's like, even if you don't love it, Post it anyways, mm -hmm. because you will be surprised. Just just set up four cameras, have them all rolling. Something good. Big <laughs> Truman Show as. So you kind of answered my next question about the like one shot wonder thing. So you cannot come multiple times in a row. You're not blessed with that gift. In a row, a no. I mean, if it's in a day, sure. And especially if it's with some, say, uh, girl, somebody I have a ton of chemistry with. It's off camera. You wake up for a little quickie, bust out one in the afternoon, make love at night. Like that, that's a little different. But, <laughs> but uh, um, when it's like work, I don't want to like, like if, say I finish a scene, it wraps up at three or 4 PM by six or seven. I'm not wanting to hop online and entertain and like, eh. In so I have a question for you a little yeah. off the cuff. Have you ever faked your orgasm before? Um, in, in, so that's actually a relatively common thing in porn. Like you see those like, cr like crazy, crazy, giant, massive fucking. Like the lotion. Um, like yeah. <laughs> it, a little secret. Guys don't actually come like gallons of cum. So like we've done those before where it's like fake or whatever. And that's always a option on a, on a set because there's a lot of money in, invested in a scene from male talent, female talent, makeup, location, director. So sometimes, and it's actually apparently pretty common, you know, you just got to like fake it, do a little fake cream pie and they've got like fake cum. And, um, so sometimes there's because you can't or whatever. Um, I haven't been in that scenario, thank goodness, but uh, it's an option. And then sometimes they just outright want a big old fake fucking load. Um, that, that's, that's just like that, that sights theme or whatever. Just, you're there with like a tube and you're just like, bring out the, the fire face. hose. We so, knew it coming so yeah. handy. <laughs> yeah, they have those. Two. I've, I've been there for that. Typically they do the, the cream pie because, you know, it's a little easier to fake. You just pull out and oh, magically there's cum. But, uh, so, so you get like a little fucking turkey baster film up. Put your dick in, oh fuck for a minute, and pull out. Oh, I came. It was so good. But then, yes, they, 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 I've uh, I was on a set recently, and it was uh, it. <laughs> they they wanted multiple orgasms or cum shots from the dick, like they wanted to see it. <laughs> and uh, they literally like there was the real organic one that I my body did of its own fruition, but then there was the, magically there's this one that pops in that's still me and i'm putting air quotes up for those that can't see me it was me even though the dick was like a different shape and circumcised <laughs> and then it's magically just pumping gallons that come i'm like 
I, I guess when you're watching porn, you're not thinking critically. <laughs> this is your final yeah, form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the topic of all of these cum shots, do you have like a most memorable orgasm that you can think of, whether it was on or off camera? Like one day you just blew like this magnificent load and you were just like, what? (laughs) Not off the top of my head, but I will say sometimes there's just the ones and it goes both ways. Sometimes like, oh, this is going to be fucking epic. Get the fucking raincoat and umbrella out. And then it's like, oh, well, and then sometimes it's just like, fuck it. When's it going to stop? So you have like the anticlimactic climax and then the ones that are just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I noticed, (laughs) thank goodness, it's more the the pleasantly larger than expected ones are typically on camera. Thank God. Because, you know, it looks great on camera. And I think the reasoning behind it is that uh, you just, yeah, as a guide, like the longer you edge, the longer you sit there and stroke. Like if I have a slow night on cam or if I'm shooting a scene for four fucking hours, balls are filling and filling and filling (laughs) and when you finally get that release it's like oh i don't know if there's any science to that but that seems to be the correlation do you ever tout that like you're like hey guys i've been on cam for like three hours like if i come now like you guys want to pay for this load like trust me (laughs) like (laughs) you you could that could be a selling point it definitely is but I, I rarely try to drag on my shows. I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fuck. So what is the uh, the craziest place that you have had sex, either in your personal life or in content creation? I myself am an exhibitionist, so I've had sex in some wacky places. But we'd love to hear your craziest. Oh, no, we're going to have to hang out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bring okay. your fire suit. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm going to save that for later. He's got one stash. You know he's got one stash. I got to go down the list. Um, Fuck. More than ever, I've just really grown to appreciate comfortable sex in a cool room on a bed. Fuck. But um, This is adulthood. I'm also (laughs) almost 40 and totally appreciate that. (laughs) There's houses that like, like I just came from one where we shoot fucking three times a week. And I've never had sex on any of the beds. And I've been shot scenes of these houses a <laughs> hundred times. But let's see, most memorable. Um, no, craziest. Oh, craziest place oh, craziest? you Okay. Um, I mean, I've done like, rooftops. That was kind of cool. Some fucking swinger parties and shit. Fuck. Uh, I'm on the spot. This was not uh, uh, rehearsed. So, um, um, <laughs> or any crazy places you've masturbated. Don't incriminate yourself. No, but or just sexual like, like, accounts. I can control myself. I've never been in this like a situation where I just got to fucking jerk off. Um, fuck, fuck. Uh, I know I've got good ones. I'm like, uh, pressure's okay, on. I'll give you a few of my examples. I once like crawled under the table at a steak restaurant and gave a guy a blowjob at the federal courthouse. I once sucked a guy's dick. Um, I had sex in a grocery store. I had sex on the ch- steps of a church. Like, meet me where I'm at. Like, what do you Whoa, have? I, I, wow. okay. I just... Lana, I just picture you this, this sweet, innocent. <laughs> Fuck, I don't think I could. But that's her whole shtick. Um, like, me? Did I do that? <laughs> Mel, Fuck, while well, I keep thinking, Mel, do you have anything? Ooh, well, yes. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, on an overpass over a busy highway, um, right in downtown Montreal, like in the old port, like with tons of people walking by, but like in a dark corner, um, in the, in the, um, the, I guess the park area in front of like one of the biggest TV networks in the country. <laughs> That's how she started her cam career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I totally masturbated on like a, uh, like a Greyhound, like a Voyager bus one time, like under my jacket. So probably those are, those are the ones that are coming to mind right now. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Uh, like, like one of the things I do on cam is we do never have I ever and never, ever do I not raise my hand, but I'm like drawing a total blank. I've never, <laughs> never done it on a, uh, a plane just straight up. Cause that just does not appeal to me whatsoever. <laughs> and the public stuff, I'm, I, I'm all about like having an audience and shit like that. That's great. That's a turn on. That's hot. But like a church or a playground, yeah, like I just, I am so terrified of being labeled 
like like by the law a, a fucking predator. Oh, the red you know? dot. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The I red get dot. that. Yeah, we've had a few red dot conversations on sex tales, <laughs> and and of course, I mean, all these public places that I'm talking about. I mean, we're talking like there is absolutely no way people are going to see me. But it's the idea that they might, but they won't. But they might. And like, I like actually being watched. Right? I like. Oh, what about like a movie theater? Honestly, no. Fuck, I'm feeling like wow. that. Right now. <laughs> we gotta go to the movies what? together sometime, dude. <laughs> okay. um, oh, I just the other day, uh, I actually shot a video at the beach. That was kind of cool. Ooh, beach, sex on the beach. Like 25, 30 countries. Like, it's hard to leave a country without, you know, planting your flag. I just left a country and did not have sex on the beach. I just spent two weeks in Ecuador. I just got back and... We had sex on a pool table. We had sex. Like, we had all kinds of sex. Just not, just not on the beach. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you make it to the Galapagos? Uh, no. No, I did not. But we're already planning our trip next year. Oh, that'd be learning so cool. Spanish and everything. That would be oh, that's so yeah. cool. It's Yeah, on the hit list. On the hit oh, list. Um, well, look, if you can't think of a crazy sex story, that's okay. Let's talk about... <laughs> <laughs> let, let's talk about male sex toys. Do you use sex toys as a cam model online? As a cam model... Absolutely. And if you're going to try to cam as a male, don't even fucking bother if you don't have a toy. Period. <laughs> so what's your favorite toy? What do you like to use? Um, I use the Lovin's Edge 2. It's uh, uh, like kind of a – it's you know more aimed at the male demographic. It's like a, a, stimula- a prostate stimulator shape. But the beauty of that one is that it's, you know, it's connected to tips via Bluetooth. So it gives the motivation. Like I could be on cam for three hours, make a couple hundred tokens, and then the toy gets connected and cha-ching. Yeah. So people love knowing that they're giving you that orgasm for sure. Exactly. It's it's that little bit of satisfaction. Like, wait, I push this button, I get that reaction. That's me doing that. Fuck yeah. So I I, I yeah, absolutely. In my personal life I, I don't often use sex toys on myself i love sex toys but usually it's i'm the operator but uh, <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but uh, yeah like on cam absolutely fucking lutely. it's just one extra little thing to kind of change things up or give uh, another level of interactiveness yeah for sure and uh, well speaking of sex toys you said you're generally the operator of sex toys so what is the secret or your secret i guess to making a girl come um i i don't i i don't think it's really a secret it's it's often handing them the tools to do it they do naturally like i've had great feedback like it's not me i'm not fucking claiming anything but like having the openness as a guy and not being intimidated by a fucking vibrator, a little Hitachi. Here you go. Have fun. I'm going to do my part. You uh, bring out the toy and they usually, I've just never had bad feedback from just a good old vibrator. Okay. But what about like eating pussy? Like what, what should a guy be doing with his tongue when he's eating a pussy? Should it be just like that? Uh, I'm like, really what, hesitant what, to have this conversation be? with girls. Cause I like, I'm not going to mansplain <laughs> how to eat pussy to a girl, but but again, there are so many different kinds of ways you can eat it, though. I mean, there's no right or wrong way. There really. is a wrong way. I'm sorry, but well, I once had a guy okay. lick my pussy like it was a window. But feedback. Some girls like, you know, the, the, the fucking left side, the right side, clockwise, counterclockwise, fast, slow, just kind of take feedback like every girl's gonna be from my experience they've been a little bit different but i mean focus on the clit you can't really fuck that up too bad um, <laughs> <Little boat. laughs> yeah, little no but i think you kind of nailed it in a way like if you communicate with your partner you'll figure out what they like yeah. and that's probably the key to unlocking the orgasms and right same with saying, the dick hey, pic reading the room exactly people are just there's just no situational awareness no perception of what's going on around them like it's not a skill it's just (laughs) fucking (laughs) read the fucking room (laughs) and so you've done camming you've done a bit of porn um what are your favorite types of scenes to shoot do you like like threesomes (laughs) what's what's that sex on a bed (laughs) um so the ones I typically like most like are like um, Passion HD. That's a beautiful. It's very cinematic. It's it's a very pretty scene. 
but it's passion HD. It's a little more like how I would have sex. It's a little more, I mean, there's, there's fucking times to get rough, but like it's passion HD is typically white flowing curtains and a couch, a bed, like closer to like love making. This man is about to get a hip replacement. Get him a bed. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Like, no joke, I've got a bruise on my left hip and a bruise on my right hip right now. One is from a fucking wood floor and the other one's from a granite countertop. <laughs> but uh, like just like real sex. Like with oh, so this, this is a thing I, I came up with the other day. Like this is this is uh, I was saying a, a great scene consists of three the three C's. I can get through a scene with two of the three, but if you have all three, it's it's climate, I need to be fucking cool. <laughs> comfort i need to be on a bed and chemistry i need to want to fuck the person that i'm fucking um so for example a passion hd scene it's 70 degrees it's on a bed and it's with somebody that i have great chemistry with it's going to be a phenomenal scene that's period just that you can't fuck that up you take any one of those factors out as long as you got two of the others you can get through it but uh some scenes are just so like campy and over the top because that's like their thing like you know, like we're covered in oil and the girl comes 60 times and I come 12 and there's gallons of like, that's just kind of goofball, fun, whatever. <laughs> so organic chemistry is the key to great content. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I'd say so. Do you have like favorite performers that you enjoy working with? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm not stupid enough to start naming names, but absolutely. <laughs> that's why I said performers, not performer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, hundred percent. Um, I I'm learning. I definitely do have a, a, a kind of a type like the consistently the ones I have the best scenes with kind of a lot of characteristics are shared between them, but I absolutely, when you get a call sheet, you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like you, you clearly have an insane body. You clearly work out. Do you ever do like your workout routine on cam? Do you ever get tipped to like work out or like ever give any like tips to like your followers who are like oh my god i want abs like you uh, I, honestly i'm so fucking lazy that no i used to, <laughs> I used to have thing like on a tip menu like oh you want to see some pull-ups or push-ups but goddamn somebody gets on a kick and they're just like oh it's 47 tokens to do 20 push-ups 47 47 yeah. 47 like bro just fuck off <laughs> so, i, I kind of like stop doing that maybe on once in a great while I'll, I'll do something like that just to mix things up or like the other day i did a filmed a little solo in my garage because i got like a squat rack and a bench and treadmill and shit like that so like i filmed a nice workout and then, oh i'm so horny i jerked off you know <laughs> naturally but, of course uh, you know <laughs> but yeah it, i kind of I just like, I like, I, I just want to hang out and drink coffee and chat with people and then jerk off. I totally get that because I had like squats on my menu for a while and some people would just like go ham on that. And I'm like, okay, like today I am lazy. Let's not do that. Same. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, want to do people get crazy with spanks with you sometimes where they're just like, I would like to actually make you bleed. And you're like, okay, let's not do that today. Yeah, but. I am here for that. Like, I would so much rather spank myself a gazillion times than have to do a gazillion squats. I just hate counting the spanks. I'm just like, uh. No, you, no, no, no. That's what, your mom <laughs> count your spanks. <laughs> I wanted to get one of those, like, a money counter, except it's a spanker. So it's just a hand that sits there. You put in the certain set amount of spanks, and then it just slaps your ass for you. And I'm I, like. I bet you, I bet you there's an app out there that would count, like, the sounds. You know, you just got to, like, program it to, like, count, you know. There's, there's. I mean, if it doesn't exist, I mean, that's my idea. Don't, no stealing. There's an app for everything, right? There's an app for everything. True that. So you talked about how when you started your career, you traveled a bit and you still love to travel quite a bit. What would you say are some of your favorite places that you visited and maybe shot content at? My favorite place is always, you know, the next place. My my mind. Or where have where have you visited that you, or where have you not visited that you are dying to visit? I mean, a lot of, a lot of those places would have changed in the last couple of years, but uh, I'd like to spend some time down and right now, if I just got off the cuff, uh, probably Argentina, I'd like to go down to Argentina. You got a little bit of, yeah, Argentina, I think would be really cool. I 
bet you would eat like a freaking king in Argentina oh, too. Oh, uh, and that's that's what I would travel for is food. Ab- I mean, if it's got good food, I'm there. Wanna, like fuck, I just love travel. That oh, I love it. But yes, the the food, the smells, <laughs> the sights, just the, the 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 feeling of like being uncomfortable. Like, where am I? How do I figure this out? How? What fucking language are they speaking? How do I communicate? It's like getting <laughs> through that. Like fuck. Every time I travel with somebody, I, I like tell them ahead of time like this is gonna suck you're gonna be sweaty covered in bug bites you're gonna be lost confused nobody's gonna speak your language we're gonna hate each other you're gonna be mad but when it's all over you're gonna not remember a fucking second of that you're only gonna remember that 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 that, that feeling it's gonna be nothing but good can confirm do you speak any other languages since you've traveled so much have you had an opportunity to learn even just enough to get by or and I like it's spanish enough to get by read a menu i, I lived down in mexico for a couple of years but I do keep oh, cool. myself. But again, you, you learn the basics, the things that get you through, get out of the ticket, yeah, totally. order some food. <laughs> and your your time on cam, I mean, I know that the moment I come, I the first thing I'm thinking about is food. I mean, as we just clearly established, I am food motivated. I'm thinking about it as I'm coming. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that sandwich is going to be so fucking good. Um, do you have any like post-cam rituals or anything that you have to do after you cam or do a scene? Do you have any like must-haves? So Cam, Taco Bell, a scene in and out. <laughs> you basic bitch. <laughs> so, so, there's a Taco Bell down the street, and it's like the last place where you can get a meal for five bucks. <laughs> and in and out. When I come back from a scene, and I'm just because you tip. I typically have like a coffee and like a small bowl of cereal before a scene, and you're not usually done till three or four, and you're like fucking dying, and I just want a fat fucking juicy double doubles grilled onions and a soda and fries and cheese and oh i just thought it would work so so you do in and out and then you go to in and out yeah i usually stop by in and out that fuck there's uh, some subconscious uh <laughs> there, some stuff at work there you didn't even know <laughs> no, that one almost went right over i caught you though i would have felt really stupid later <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, what would you say is one common myth about camming that you wish to debunk? Um, fuck, uh, I feel like we debunk quite a few today already. I, I know, know right? I'm sure there's more. Small little bubble. Like I don't often see outsiders' perspectives, but I'm trying to think. So when I when I tell somebody I cam, um, th- their reaction is often like, "Hey, so how do you deal with all the, the haters and this and that and like telling people that you cam like." It's just a matter of fact. It is what it is. If you don't like it, you can kick rocks. But for the most part, there's not really any negativity. Um, like like it, when some, when I start a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh, so what do you do for work? I'm like, oh, I, I webcam. I, I shoot porn. You Often their first reaction is, oh, and they don't know what to say. But, you know, within a, <laughs> a couple seconds of conversation and pointing out the perks and stuff, they're like, you know what? Fuck. These are all preconceived um ideas i had about this career and that actually doesn't sound so bad how do i get into it so (laughs) you get a lot of negative feedback initially but really i'd say that that's something that i've never really had to deal with in porn or camming like the 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 being branded a harlot or whatever you know (laughs) i feel like the question i get the most when i say i'm a cam model they go oh my god can you see them or can they just see you? I'm like, <laughs> I just see, they just see me. But I see, don't have to stare at like hundreds of people every day. Yeah, that's <laughs> the beauty is that you, you can choose to see them if you want to, you know, like that's the beauty is that we have control as cam models um, over things like that. So, I mean, that's always an option. Cam to cam isn't something that I typically offer, but I know a lot of people who um, that's just how they make their connections. You know, it's, it's all based on, personal comfort that's just literally the number one question i get when i say that i'm a cam model because i like telling people randomly i find it an interesting social experiment and Mm -hmm. they're always like wait so you can see them and i'm like dude no (laughs) yeah i just don't have a really crowded zoom meeting i'm like penises like like like, that's kept me up at night before like all right i've created such a great life for myself i'm like if that camera went both ways I wouldn't be in this career. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I like, and I say this in a positive way. I like them just being my, my followers and viewers, like them just being names on a screen, numbers in a room. And again, not as a yeah, negative way. I, it's like each name I get to build a, uh, like, like a uh, 
a profile for each one. Like this person's always you know, like, like I can, I get to know them for who they are, not what they look like or anything like that. But yeah, that makes total being sense. a straight guy too. I'm like, I'm so glad that I'm not seeing what's happening on the other side of the camera. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> well, I think that like says you know. a lot about like being able to just like meet somebody where they're at, you know, like because you can't see them, you don't know what race they are. You don't know what age they are. Like, you know, anything about them, just like if they're a kind person. Exactly. And I think that that. I don't know. The internet's a cool place because we're not judging people on a surface level like that. We're just like, oh, you're really nice to me all the time. Like, therefore, I want to be really nice to you all the time. Like, fucking right on the nose. You could truly judge somebody by the content of their character, not the color of their skin or any other, you know, uh, factor. Like, you just like, I know you. This is who you are as a person. This is how we've interacted. I have no idea what your race, religion, height, sex, weight is. Oh, period. I just know I like you. Or I don't fucking like you. <laughs> <laughs> That does go both ways. That can certainly go both ways. So what, if you can remember, is one of your favorite moments on cam and why? I keep a pretty consistent routine, Um, but there's definitely been a few of those days where it's just so above and beyond it. It's going to be tokens, of course, where just somebody comes in, they hit the lottery or they're retiring. And they're just like, or, hey, I've been watching for five years, never tipped anything, but here's fucking $5,000 or something. Uh, that's always the nicest when they're like, I've I been know. watching you and here you go. That's, that's just yeah. the sweetest. And it, 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 it really a lot is. To me too, because, you know, you guys, like I'm preaching to the choir, but you know how it is. There's say a thousand people in your room and there's, 10 people tipping you know like all right this i don't quite like how a few people are paying the cost of admission for the entire fucking room but when somebody does speak up you know down the road like hey i've been here for a long time i really appreciate you keeping things open and public for us to watch you know when we're um stuck uh, uh you know in going to college or something like that don't have a lot of money or you know, fighting a disease or just bust my ass for minimum wage. I just couldn't quite afford it. Well, now I can. And here you go. I appreciate it. And that means the world. Yeah, it really does. It really does. It really, it changes everything and it makes it just like, you're like, this is why I keep everything so open and I don't just like shut everybody out. Like it's for these like beautiful individuals that like just share and are so generous and kind. Um, and I think a lot for a long time, also, when I first started my camming career, I was known as the girl who didn't ban grays, who like, I let everybody have their fair share, you know. Well, you're kinder than up. me. <laughs> well, 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 there's an end to this story. But, you know, like, I always try to let people speak. And if you fuck up, well, then I'll silence you or ban you or whatever. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, okay, grays are allowed to speak until I start the show. And then once I start the show, I don't need people yelling at me, telling me how to come if they haven't contributed to that orgasm. And then it eventually, I did like a no gray September one year and I just like never went back. <laughs> um, and it's not because I don't want to give everyone a chance, but you know, when you have thousands of people in your room, everyone's trying to kind of talk over each other and then you lose the chat of the people who are generally trying to connect with exactly. you. Um, so, I mean, eventually it just got to the point where it's just no grays at all. But I mean, if there was a tiered system to get there, and I think that's what a lot of people, uh, why they gravitated towards my room at first when Chatterbait first started was that that sense of com camaraderie and that sense of welcomeness, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah, and yeah, I've had true. a lot of grays like buy tokens for me and become like a light blue for me. And they're like, oh, I just wanted to talk to you so much that that actually encouraged them to, I guess, level up in a way. And I think that that's kind of like a cool little vibey thing as well. To pop their Chatterbait cherry. Yeah, just, you know, trying to get them <laughs> first dick pics, trying to get them first tokens, you yeah, know, my book of first. <laughs> Um, uh, so to wrap it up, I was wondering, we asked this question to every guest, what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. It can be anything, really. Well, I, it can I, be career-related. At first, I was going to say, instead of starting camming at 28, like, start camming right away. But but <laughs> then I kind of stopped myself because so I, I feel like a lot of my success now is because I've I lived a life beforehand i i lived the story kept me you know worked in the fire service film industry countless bars traveled the world i learned the value of a dollar i lived on my own i lived with roommates i traveled the world if i just started camming at 18 and started making a fortune i don't think i would appreciate my customers i wouldn't appreciate my my paycheck i wouldn't be as interesting of a person i wouldn't have built the 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 the, the, the framework that i did 
in you know those 10 years of being an adult before starting camming so i don't know if i want to say that uh, what would i tell my younger self Fuck, these are like highly philosophical questions i need <laughs> we're getting deep here on sex tales baby we're going yeah, deep fuck, i don't know just uh I'm happy Enjoy life before that. committing to a life of porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start traveling sooner. I, I think my like I went to school and stuff, but my my best education came from travel, and that didn't come till you know later in late my later in my twenties. So yeah, start traveling sooner, see the world, because. But also, what what you said really does kind of demonstrate it's more not necessarily you should have started earlier, but that to make sure that this is the right path for you to prepare for that kind of thing before you dive in and make sure that, you know, this is what you want to do, that you lived your life and that, you know, you're comfortable with the repercussions, but that you think about it before you get into it. So you obviously had a life beforehand. Yeah. We were just having this prepared for this life. We were just having this conversation two days ago, Mel. (laughs) Yeah. Do it because you want to do it. Not because you have to do it. Not because it's your only option. Have you exhausted all your porn categories? Join me and thousands of other hotties over on chatterbait.com. It's free, easy to use, and no credit card required. You can take your favorite model for a one-on-one private show. You can spy on a show or even just join one of thousands of live webcams every single day. There's something for everybody over on chatterbait.com. See you there. We are all strapped up here today. We would love to play a little game. I know you're familiar with this one. It's called Never Have I Ever. <laughs> so we're going to ask you to put up your 10 fingers. I hope it all looks like a total we're nerd. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask you 10 questions. And if you've done the thing, you put down a finger. We're going to see how many fingers you have left at the end of this. Okay. Ready? All right. So Never Have I Ever sent a dirty text to the wrong person. I don't think I have. I, I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. You leave those fingers like, off. I you still got ten. Text, but I make sure they have the right fucking person. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say in all honesty. I, I, I guess I got to leave my fingers up for that one. All right. Take two. Um, never have I ever slept with someone whose name I d- do not did not know. <laughs> Hey, yes, one finger down. We got him. Nev- oh, we already know the answer to this question. You mentioned it earlier, but we'll ask it anyways. Never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. Or no, I, I, I have. Oh, you did. Oh, story. Just a few few weeks ago, uh, my my gal pal Tiffany. She's a good friend. She works in the industry. Uh, we we went on a, a content trip down to Mexico. And she's like, yeah, I, 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 apparently here in Vegas, there's a, a company that just flies you around on a private jet and you just fuck in it. I'm oh, like, we heard like, Yeah, <laughs> so it was like a dream. Like I wanted to shoot that content. I was going to ask you to go with me, but we were going to Mexico. You know, I need a diversity of dicks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> why, why do you tell <laughs> me that? Diversity. So, all, all of that too, but no. <laughs> well, it sounds like that might still be on the table. So never say never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, if it's a private plane, something like that, absolutely. I just don't want to be fucking like that. In a no, those bathrooms TV. seem really small. It's Yeah. It's not appealing. It's not like a thing I want to do. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever dropped my phone in the toilet. Not recently. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure. I think I have. <laughs> I've never not done recently. that before. Honestly, I haven't done that. I was actually surprised by how many oh. people have. <laughs> I totally have. Are you kidding me? I might have done it twice. Um, never have I ever had an orgy with five or more people. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like two people with like m- many other people simultaneously doing their thing in the same room. Does that count? Yeah, that's an orgy. Yeah. An orgy is like a, a group of, it's not of like sexual a fucking human activity. Therapy, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it does. It doesn't have to be all connected all at once. It's the like, human centipede of sexuality for oh, sure. Was that, was that, <laughs> I think if you've done that, I think it's three down. Okay, so yeah, I've, I've yeah, I've been to a few of those get together. <laughs> all right, never have I ever dated more than one person at one time. Um, like like depending on people's definition of dating. Yeah, I mean, casually dated more than one. Yeah, absolutely. Um. The committed relationship? Right. No, of course not. Never have I ever slept with someone twice my age. I guess that would mean at the Early, time. Yeah, that you er, earlier. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> all 
right. Oh, I love cougar. it. You mind us 18, 19, 20 years old. <laughs> right. You got to yeah, test yeah, yeah. out the, the cougar <laughs> action. Stacy's mom sort of vibe. <laughs> Uh, never have I ever hooked up with someone I just met within the first 24 hours, but we're going to add not at work for that one. I got some stories there for you guys. So, I mean, I, I lived in, at the beach in San Diego, worked at bars. That's like a weekly thing. So let <laughs> <laughs> me put a couple fingers down. <laughs> yeah. there, there's a cool story. One time, um, I, it was, I think it was in Portland and I matched a gal on, um, one of the, the dating apps and like we stayed at like i was just there like chasing waterfalls or some shit and then uh um we stayed in touch and uh found out like we had a bunch of common friends and she was actually from san diego this is when i was living in idaho but we just stayed in touch eventually uh we we planned to get together in like colorado of all places so uh never met her right never 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 met her just just texting so that kind of kind of counts but doesn't count but basically the agreement was we were gonna have sex before we ever set eyes on each other <laughs> so literally my dick was in her before she ever saw me whoa wait were you guys wearing no, blindfolds yeah, was, like how did that blind, happen i came into a hotel room she was blindfolded uh ready for me so Ooh, that's wow, pretty that's hot kinky. i like that yeah that's and it was hot. on a bed and it was that Oh, yeah, that, that, that's probably the, the, the closest. Uh, that sounds like something a Portland girl would do. We're kind of crazy so over we here. We happen to be in Portland at the same time. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, so we've had sex without ever having set eyes on each other. So that's pretty cool. All right, so that's another finger down. Right. You should have brought that up with the craziest sex stories. Now, oh, so now yeah, we're unfolding go. everything. Hey, there <laughs> we go. There's the story. <laughs> All right, let's see. We have two questions left here. Never have I ever been to a nude beach. Oh, yeah. It was like, that was my first uh, first ever experience in the industry. It was uh, uh, like a for a calendar or some shit. It was down in uh, San Onofre State Beach, I think it was. I don't even know if it was a nude beach, but I was nude at the beach. And then, <laughs> since then I've been... Uh, you know, there are many nude beaches, yeah. All right, so one one more finger down. We got, I let's see, we got three. How many fingers you got left? You got three fingers left. We got one more question. You're doing pretty good. All right, never have I ever given someone a fake phone number. I don't think I have. I'm pretty straightforward. Like, if I don't want you to have my number, I just I won't be talking to you. I will give anybody <laughs> my number, but it comes with the clause that I'm like, I will block you if I don't like you. I will tell you that I don't like you, and then I will block you. And they're always like, oh, it's cool. And then their ego can't handle it. Yeah, like, I guess you guys shoot your shot. But no, I like, yeah, no, I don't think I've, I, I don't know. It's just not my personality. I'm not going to give you a fake number. I'm just going to tell you to kick rocks to begin with. Yeah, no, a fake number thing. Honestly, I, I, I never really went down that road. I guess I'm too, like, I'm too honest in that sense. Like, I would hate to be found out. You know, it's <laughs> like. What if they call it right in front of me? Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's too hard. It has to be like, as I'm getting in a taxi, like, see you later. <laughs> well, it's ringing. It's ringing. Bye. Yeah, yeah, I swear. It's on it's silent it's right vibrating. now. <laughs> <laughs> so three fingers left. Not a bad effort. Yeah. Oh, was that the last one? Yeah. Okay, well. That was the last one. Yeah, I guess that's not so bad. I, I know I've got better sex stories for you guys. I just, I'm just so uh, 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 caught off guard. Oh, the, today's well, sex story. I'll tell you that one. Sure. <laughs> so I, I got booked for a scene today. The, it was, and I was like, yo, I can't, I can't work today. I got the, 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 the podcast and the director, you know, is kind of in a pickle. He's like, I, I need you. Is there anything we can do? I'm like, if you could shoot it at like 9am, sure. Like I'll, it's at 2pm, the, the podcast. And uh, he's like, yeah, no problem. Cool. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'll be there. So I'm in the shower this morning, getting all ready to head over. It's like, yo, her flight's fucking delayed. Like how much? So basically at 115, just for everybody listening, the podcast starts at two. At 115, I was still fully clothed and I had to shoot a whole scene. So I, I fuck. I'm like, bro, let's fucking go. So at 115, dick comes out. We shoot all the stills run through the positions, do, 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 go, go, go. And like, literally my dick is fucking dripping. And I'm, it looks like, like, like I got caught by like, you know, or some, some wife got caught cheating with me or something. I'm running out of this house with no shoes, a fucking towel over my shoulder, I'm pulling a, a luggage, uh, a suitcase. 
<laughs> and I got here at like 2.05 or 2.08. Well, we appreciate the effort. Everybody won today and I did my best. I, I like chef's kiss. Well, thank you for pulling your dick out of somebody and coming here and joining us today. <laughs> it's been wonderful <laughs> chatting with you. So much fun to interview a male. Um, did you want to let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs? Yes. Um, if you guys know me from Chatterbait, it's uh, my name there is Mr. Cooper XXX. Mr. Cooper XXX. And I use that same um, username across the uh, all the platforms on the, the OnlyFans, the ManyVids, the the Pornhub, the Shatterbait, Twitter, all of them. And uh, I'm actually uh, I've been shooting for my own website, so uh, that's not going to be Mr. Cooper XXX. But uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast in like a year from now, go check my Twitter, and there should be a some uh, connection to my fully completed website by then all right cool something to look forward to heck yeah well thank you for joining us today and thank you all for listening see you next time sex squad hey sex squad remember to spank that like button and subscribe on our youtube channel youtube.com slash camming life and make sure to subscribe to sex tales wherever you listen to your favorite podcast (laughs) yes